Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes podcast, where we dive into the update, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. Today, we're going to be talking about the American view of unions, public sector organizing and those kind of things. Something about 55% of Americans have a favorable impression of unions, and we want to dive into what all that means and what it means for corporations as well. Oh, and don't forget, we post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and I would love to hear from you on there with any questions. You can also subscribe to us by going to peopleprocesses.com, where you will receive special subscriber-only content for free. People Processes is also available wherever you get your podcast. It syndicates on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio, and more. So let's dive right in. The decline in the number of Americans represented by labor unions is seen more negatively than positively by U.S. adults, according to a new survey released by the Pew Research Center. 55% of Americans have a favorable impression of unions, with a similar number, 53%, viewing business corporations favorably. There's been a decreasing unionization, though. In 2017, only 10.7% of wage and salaried workers in the United States were labor union members, down from 20.1% in 1983, the first year for which comparable data are available. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, unionization in the U.S. peaked at more than 34% in 1954. So we've gone from 34% in 1954, 20% in 1983, now to 10%. So it's declined precipitously. There is a partisanship issue, though. 51% of Americans say the large reduction in union representation has been mostly bad for working people in the U.S., while 35% say it has been mostly good, the survey found. Partisanship, which has long been a major factor in public attitudes about labor unions, was also apparent in the new survey, which revealed that 68% of Democrats and Democrat-leading independents say the reduction in union membership has been mostly bad, compared to half as many Republicans and Republican leaners, with only 34% saying it is saying the decrease is bad. The survey also found racial, age, and educational differences in assessments of the reduction in the union representation. By about two to one, uh, African Americans are more likely to say the decline in union representation has been mostly bad for working people than it has been mostly good, 65% versus 29%. A much smaller share of whites, 49%, or Hispanics, 52%, say it has been mostly bad. Adults uh, younger than 30 are the only age group in which the majority, 56%, say the reduction in union membership has been mostly bad for working people. Among adults 30 and older, half express this view or less. So it's actually one of those where younger adults are actually who haven't experienced much with unions um, are the ones who think that it's a particularly bad thing for working people. While 61% of adults with postgraduate degree, degrees say the decline in union membership has been mostly bad for working people, fewer of those with less education, 50%, view this trend negatively. So there's a lot of breaks uh, in the um, view of this by race, age, and education. There are a few other differences. The survey broke the numbers down by several factors, such as age, education, and differences among those with similar political affiliation. 
Young adults continue to be more likely than older adults to express a favorable opinion of labor unions. 68% majority of those ages 18 to 29 held a positive view of union, compared with only 51% of those age 50 and older. Adults younger than 30 are also somewhat less likely to view business in general favorably, with fewer than half, 46%, holding a favorable opinion of business corporations, while 47% hold an unfavorable view of business. Older Americans are more likely to be positive than negative in their view of business, with adults under 30 being the only age group in which a larger share has a favorable view of labor unions than of business corporations. Not that I personally think that labor unions and business corporations should be set up as some sort of, you know, end of polls, right? That it's, you know, there's labor on one side and corporates on the other and you should pick between them. But anyway, in this case, they did an under 30 uh, had a larger share for holding a favorable view of labor unions. Among educational groups, postgraduates stand out for having a more favorable opinion of labor unions, 65% than corporations. Among those with less education, comparable shares express favorable favorable views of both unions and corporations. Um, the, the long and short is this is an interesting study. It's linked on our website at peopleprocesses.com. You can actually kind of see through some of these. May give an idea of the shifting ideas and demographics um, that go into supporting labor unions. The other thing I really wanted to talk back uh, talk about on this labor union uh, episode was the U.S. Supreme Court has recently dealt a significant blow to the financial viability of public sector unions by holding that the state of Illinois cannot require non-union public employees to pay an agency fee to cover union expenditures for collective bargaining activities. It's a 5-4 decision. It was issued on June 27th. The higher court held in Janus versus the Federation of State, American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, Council 31 that the state's extraction of such fees from non-consenting public employees violates the First Amendment, concluding that its 1977 ruling in Abood versus Detroit Board of Education was inconsistent with other First Amendment cases and has been undermined by more recent decisions. As a result, that state laws that allow public sector unions to collect agency fees from non-members are no longer enforceable. And that's a huge deal. It makes a big difference, and the actual case is linked on our website, both the oral arguments and the findings in the case. They're actually riveting to listen to. If you'd like to uh, check it out, check it out at peopleprocesses.com. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know this was a drier episode than usual. Just wanted to kind of give an update on the state of unions uh, and how people view them, which seems to be very positively compared to their participation, um, and the new Supreme Court decision that requires, uh, that allows non-union members in public sector uh, companies, organizations that are represented by unions to not pay them. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening. My name is Rami Alijil, and now it is time for you to go out there and get your work done.